You're listening to the Sports Moment. February 9th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts. The high school girls hockey playoffs are underway and that is where we start our podcast today as the Fergus Falls girls hockey team opened up the playoffs as the number one seed in section 6A. That gave them a home game in the semifinal round of the tournament. There are only four teams in the section so the winning team in that section will only have to play two games to advance to state and the Otters are halfway there. A 6-0 victory over Prairie Center last night at the Community Arena in Fergus Falls. The Otters had 61 shots on goal and held Prairie Center to just seven. So now Fergus Falls will play Northern Lakes on Tuesday night at the Runestone Arena in Alexandria, and that will be for a section championship and a state tournament berth. Now for the Otter boys hockey team, well, they... uh, wound up giving up 50 shots last night in their game at Painesville against River Lakes, and Tim Nansen was outstanding in goal. Nansen stopped 48 of the 50 shots he faced. However, the Otters only got one goal, a power play from Griffin Babolian, and they lost to River Lakes by a score of 2-1. The Otters have another home game tonight. They play Sock Rapids Rice at the Community Arena. High school basketball last night, another 1,000-point scorer, this time on the boys' side. Underwood sophomore Drew Evavold scored 20 as Underwood beat Lake Park Audubon 76-53. It was the Rockets' senior night, and Evavold, who is a sophomore, reaches the 1,000-career-point mark. Outstanding accomplishment, especially for uh, someone who's only a sophomore. You've got a lot of basketball ahead. Also, the Otters won on the road at Sartell, beating the Sabres 64-57. to Ryan Hurst had a big night with 21 points. Also, a really good night off the bench for Levi King, who had 11.7 rebounds and three steals. The Otters really got their transition game going. They forced 18 Sartell turnovers and turned them into several scoring opportunities, and that resulted in several baskets as the Otters were able to get the road win last night and complete that home-and-home sweep of Sartell in Central Lakes Conference action. Kindred, North Dakota is where the Hillcrest Comets went for boys basketball last night, and Kindred, one of the top teams in North Dakota, defeated Hillcrest 49-41. Rothsay was a winner at Ortonville in boys basketball, 64-48. It was West Central area continuing their winning ways, 79-56 at Park Rapids. Barnesville went to Purim and beat the Yellow Jackets in the Hive, 77-76. Pelican Rapids a solid win at home against Frazee, 78-53. Henning had five players in double digits as they beat New York Mills, 90-28. And Wadena Deer Creek defeated Pillager 80-58. In girls basketball last night, Battle Lake wins at Ashby 62-34. to 
Hillcrest was a 61-38 winner over Rotsay. It took double overtime for Clinton Graceville Beardsley to beat Parker's Prairie 75-73. Hancock stays unbeaten in Little Lake Conference play. They're 15-0. And the only two losses the Underwood Rockets have in conference play, you guessed it, to Hancock. 78-73, the final on that one. Liz Luckin at 25 for the Rockets. And Callan Grove keeps it rolling. 13 points, 15 rebounds and six blocked shots for the outstanding junior. Brandon Evansville won at home 58-50 over Wheaton Herman Norcross. West Central area got a 56-44 win over Montevideo. It was Holly 56, Breckenridge 53, DGF upended Lake Park Audubon 60-57. Pelican Rapids on the road beating Crookston by a score of 53-35. 23 for Morgan Korf, who had six assists and six rebounds in that game. Henning won 70-51 at home against New York Mills. Frazee beat Ada Borup West 61-47. And Wadena Deer Creek topped Pillager 57-21. It was a busy night in local sports. And another busy one tonight on a Friday night. Well, Pemberton Law Firm is one of the sponsors of our podcast they have offices in Fergus Falls, Wadena, Detroit Lakes, and Alexandria. And you can, of course, visit them online as well, PEMLaw.com. Pemberton Law carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation that dates back to 1883. And an early spring is pretty much guaranteed, right? After the winter, we've had pretty mild compared to last year, especially... And that means summer fun isn't too far away. And everyone at Lake Area Docks and Lifts is getting excited. They want to help you out in any way they can to get ready for the summer fun in Lakes Country. And to serve you well, they have five locations across Lakes Country. That's Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Minnesota Timberwolves last night had a good win on the road. They were in Milwaukee, beat the Bucks 129 to 105. Anthony Edwards had 26 points and nine assists, and the Timberwolves shot 21 of 41 from three-point range to trounce the slumping Milwaukee Bucks 129 to 105. So Minnesota and Denver are tied for first in the West at 36 and 16, and they are half game up on Oklahoma City. The Timberwolves' next game will come up Monday when they go to Los Angeles to face the Clippers. Back to the local front here, we've been talking about the outstanding accomplishment for the Otter Nordic Ski Team, qualifying their boys as section runners-up for the state meet next week at Giants Ridge at Bawabic. And we've been hearing from a number of the skiers throughout the week, and now we're going to get the coach's perspective And Josh Scharnberg said uh, a lot of emotions after the the, uh, qualifying for state by his boys team. And he was uh, pretty excited to see that goal accomplished this past week. It's ineffable. I I have no words to express it. Um, It's just something you just kind of feel uh, deep inside. You know, it's just sort of this... uh, this overwhelming joy that kind of brims out of you and you just smile a lot <laughs> as I think about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's the first time uh, as an official school team that we've, we've had an otter 
uh, team go to state and Nordic ski. So it's a lot of fun seeing seeing the progress that, that uh, both our boys and girls have made this year, but especially the boys in making it. On the flip side, the girls were so close. They competed so hard against one of the strongest sections in the state, and they came up just short as a team. And he said uh, mixed emotions there, disappointing for sure, but very pleased with the season as a whole. You know, uh, I think if you were to ask them, they would. There's definitely some sadness. Uh, you know, uh, they with the with high hopes. There's there's the risk of, of uh, you know not making it, and, and they laid it all on the line, and and uh, that takes a lot of emotions. And, and so, but once uh, once the sadness kind of uh, wore off, um, I think they they definitely recognize their progress. Um, I've been coaching this team for five years, and in the first year, the girls finished sections in ninth place and then it was eighth place uh two years at the last two years we finished in sixth place and this year to finish third against two um really good teams like Brainerd and Sartell Cathedral uh, it just says a lot about where this girls team has has come and um also where they're going to be going and Scharnberg also says the future of the the girls program is certainly bright but they will miss the senior leadership yeah you know we're going Sarah Grapberg, uh, Aaliyah Mosher, and Naomi Doomer next year. Um, but even though they won't be physically present on our team, they're definitely leaving a legacy. Um, we have some, we have the remainder of the varsity team this year that will be back, um, and a whole whole league of uh, young girls that are excellent athletes. Um, you've seen the results with the JV um, races, and um, they're all going to be moving up into varsity positions. And um, uh, just inspired by by this year's team and, and the progress they've made, and so we're as Coach Ben and I look look back. I mean, we're looking at at least a handful of years where Fergus Falls is going to be a contender for the section for the state. And now that the Otters are headed to state, what are the goals that they have in mind against the top teams from all over Minnesota? David David has the experience at state and. Um, he, when you get to the state level uh, and you see the the quality uh, of skiing, um, it's very intimidating. Uh, David has that experience, and so I think he's going to be coming into it with a level head and realistic expectations. I think I think this year for our boys, it's just going to be uh, uh, they're going to come in, and the goal is just to go all out, go hard. Um, the, the the pressure and expectations of sections are off, and and really, I just want them there to experience it. Um, I think experience builds a team, and and uh, and so you know we can take that into next year and pass it on, and um, we'll just we'll just go there and and uh, see what we can do, where we can place, and no matter how it ends up, um, everybody can just feel really good and proud of themselves. Looking back at that section meet and the way it ended up, uh, Tommy. Erickson was one of the guys that had an opportunity to carry the Otters to that state meet in the sprint relay. He and Jaden Miller were involved in that sprint relay, and it came down to it. Tommy Erickson, I asked him if he was aware of what they had to do to get to state going into the sprint relay after the pursuit race had been completed. With the classic pursuits in the morning, we uh, we knew what we had to do. With the boys, uh, the boys racing the pursuit in the morning did a really good job. But it was 
um, we knew what we had to do. And if we wanted to make it to state as just a sprint team, we knew what we had to do. And that was get second place. And going in, um, we knew Brad was going to be just a very, very good competitor. <laughs> they were going to win. Um, but Bemidji, we knew, was going to be right neck and neck with us. And Moorhead and Little Falls weren't going to be far behind. So we knew it was going to be a competition, yeah. All right, Tommy, it was not easy. And the finish is one for the ages. So take us through the dramatic finish to your race. Uh, going into my final lap of the race, uh, like me and Bemidji were right neck and neck. And I, uh, I put on the gas and I put a significant amount of time between us. And going down the final hill of the race, about 100 meters from the end of it, I fell over and I snapped my pole right in half. And I also snapped my ski, but I wasn't really sure that I'd snapped my ski at that point. Then I got up very quickly, went another, I don't know, 20 meters, and my ski folded in on itself and I fell right on my face. And Bemidji, I knew, was closing in very, very quickly. So I had to stand up, try to get my skis together. And uh, I ran, like, usually you're double pulling in a race like that, but I ran to the finish. And it was, um, obviously it was just a blur for me. I had so much adrenaline going, but for all of the spectators that it was one of the best finishes they'd ever seen, which is one of the best compliments I've ever heard. Wow, I hope there's video out there of that somewhere. Pretty amazing and uh, just just great for Tommy to fight through that adversity and to get to the finish line ahead of the Bemidji skier. So, Tommy, what are the goals at state now for this team? I know David Ronovic is, has his, his eyes set on winning a state championship for himself, which would be absolutely insane. But I think we just need to go up there and compete, do our best, I'm not sure how we're cited and projected to go against other state teams, but looking at it, um, David's obviously going to do very well, and we're just going to go up there and compete. Tommy Erickson of the Ottertail Nordic Ski Team. They are headed to state at Giants Ridge near Bawabic next week. Good luck to the Otter Boys and also to Alexis Wellman, who qualified individually on the girls' side. Some NFL notes for you today before we wrap it up. I mean, it is Super Bowl weekend, right? So we should talk a little bit about uh, the NFL. And Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson made NFL history at last night's NFL Honors Ceremony by winning the Associated Press NFL Most Valuable Player Award for a second time. At 27 years old, Jackson is the youngest two-time NFL MVP since the merger, beating out Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes by just over nine months. So pretty impressive for Lamar Jackson to get that award. And the Hall of Fame class for 2024 was announced, and it will include defensive end Julius Peppers, defensive end Dwight Freeney, and linebacker, linebacker Patrick Willis. Devin Hester, the league's record holder for kickoff and punt returns for touchdowns, and wide receiver Andre Johnson also will be enshrined as modern era selections. Linebacker Randy Gratishar, who starred for that Denver Broncos orange crush defense, 
and played his last game in 1983. And defensive tackle Steve McMichael, who retired after the 1994 season, were senior finalists who were selected to be enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And 18 years after he last served as the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator, Mike Zimmer is expected to be back in that role. Zimmer, the former Vikings coach, will replace Dan Quinn, who left to become the head coach of the Washington Commanders after a three-year run as the Cowboys defensive coordinator. Zimmer is 67. He was a Cowboys assistant coach from 1994 to 2006, starting out as a defensive assistant, moving to defensive backs in 1995, the last year that Dallas won a Super Bowl, and serving as the coordinator from 2000 to 2006 under two different head coaches. From 2014 to 2021, Zimmer was head coach of the Vikings, compiling a 74-59-1 record that included three playoff appearances. Super Bowl 58, Sunday, 5.30 kickoff. Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are slim favorites. Last I saw, it was two-and-a-half-point favorites for the 49ers. I'm picking the Chiefs. I just hope for a good ball game, but I don't think you bet against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Thanks for listening to our Sports Moments and Memories podcast. Please tell some friends about it and join us again Monday. Enjoy your weekend and the Super Bowl. You've been listening to the Sports Moment with Craig Olson, sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts, produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and thanks for listening.